Welcome to another episode of That Some Crazy Shit with Kelly and James. I am Kelly and my co-host is James. What is going on today, my friend? I'm good. What is going on over in your neck of the woods, my friend? You know what, James? Everything is good. I'm happy. It's finally warm. It's summertime. I love summertime. That is like my favorite time of year is summertime. Yeah, I like the summer too. I'm, so, I'm getting too old for winter. I really like it when it's warm. I like to be warm. So I'm happy. It's all good. And it's, I'm also happy because we have a really cool guest today. Like I said, we are killing it with the guest, right? We have really met some really cool and interesting people. You know, we really have. And it's funny, we were talking about this guy. It's, we have met more people from further reaches during the pandemic than we ever would have. Yeah. So during COVID, where you're not seeing people, we're still actively meeting people from all over the world, thanks to the podcast. And it's been a really cool um, experience. So want me to tell you about today's guest? Yeah, tell our listeners what we got. So if you you like, um, you know, energy, spiritual stuff, so we've got an energy healer, an intuitive. She's a teacher. She's a best-selling author. She's a host of a of her own podcast called Guided Spirit Conversations. And her name is Marla Goldberg. And she's here with us today. And, you know, her mission in life, James, is to inspire people and to motivate her, her clients to really you know, shift and, and really find your your higher self, right? And I think that's cool. So I'm excited. I like I like energy healers because energy is is cool. Well it's like everything we talked about. Everything is energy and frequencies, you know. If you could tap into those and you know how to manipulate that stuff, it really makes things a lot easier. Yeah, and she's an energy healer. And she has been trained in 14 different healing techniques, 14 different modalities to heal with energy, which is cool. So I just, I cannot wait to, to speak with her. I think we should bring her on. Are you ready? Let's do it. Welcome to the podcast, energy healer, intuitive, and author, Marla Goldberg. Marla, thank you so much for being on our podcast. That's some crazy shit. We are excited um, to speak with you about what you do. And, you know, I'm just excited. So I'll just, just tell, tell our listeners what it is that, that you do. So I'm an energy healer, intuitive, uh, some might say psychic. I'm an author. I am a teacher, public speaker, and the creator and co-host, creator and host of Guided Spirit Conversations podcast. Wow, that's a lot. You got a lot going on. You do a lot. Yeah, yeah. very impressive. I have a lot. So I, yeah, I try not. Uh, I try not to let too, too much moss grow under me. 
So, you know, I know that me and James both have questions and I tend to be the talkative one of our <laughs> duo. So I am going to let him start off with the questions so that I don't like hog up the conversation as I did. See, I'm getting better. See? <laughs> and That's I appreciate good. that. So Marla, while she's giving me the chance, I want to ask you, yes. how did you get started with what you do? Well, it's funny. A friend of mine said the other day, she goes, you know, people don't, you know, grow up saying, I want to be a psychic. I mean, it just is something that ends up falling into your lap. And that's what happened with me. I was in um, a really horrible marriage and I had hit like as low as I could go. I didn't know if I could go any lower than I was. Um, he was an alcoholic, it was abusive, but you know, a lot, a lot of people go through this. Um, and I was like a deer in headlights, not knowing where to turn. And there was a woman's conference in Evanston, Illinois. And there was a woman, I was looking over the speakers, the topics, and one of them said, how to heal yourself. And I'm like, that's interesting because nothing else is working. I had been going to therapy from one month one month from the date of my wedding, I started therapy, you know, and in it, you know, how many years later, five years later, I just, it was just, it wasn't working. And so it's like, okay, if I could heal myself, well, you know, maybe that's the way to go. And this little tiny voice kept saying, you have nothing to lose. So I went to the women's conference and I was walking up, I was by myself, a girlfriend was supposed to come with me and she said, I'm not going to go. And it's like, and normally I would have canceled, but that little voice kept pushing me and pushing me and pushing me. And so I went by myself and I, I was waiting for the time of the lecture and I'm going up and down and looking at all the tables of the exhibitors. What are they selling? And I run into the table of this woman and the energy was unbelievable. It was phenomenal. Her name is Alexandra and her daughter Pam was with her. And we started talking and I said, I said, yeah, I'm just here to, to hear one lecturer. And she said, which one? And I told her, she goes, it's me. And I said, okay, well, I'll see you in there. And you know how a lot of speakers start by asking you questions. So it's like, who in this room has a horrible life? I'm just paraphrasing. My arm goes up. Who in this room would like to heal themselves? My arm goes up. Well, 15 questions later, my arm is just staying there. It's not coming down. But I didn't understand what she was talking about. But I knew I needed help. And so she had a one day informational the following weekend in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. So I decided to go and check it out. Still couldn't wrap my mind around it. And so, but I went and she goes, who's going to join the, you know, the basic, it's a four day basic or a five day basic. And my arm just went up. It was like, there was a string pulling it right up because I, again, I still didn't, I couldn't wrap my mind around what we were talking about. But I went and the first day, the first morning of the first day, we had an exercise, we find a partner and you where know, we go knee to knee, the receiver's hands are up, the giver is down. And so when it was my turn, all I just kept saying is, please give me something, please give me something. I didn't want to disappoint my partner. And I got three visions. One of them was a long braid braid got cut it turned into a rope bridge and the third picture was a little children's hands playing piano that's all I got and, and I'm like straining like 
isn't there anything more? Can't I give her anything more? Time is up. We should do our sharing. So I start telling her what I am seeing. And she said, oh, she goes, well, I have a ritual. I grow my hair down to my waist. I go into the forest. I put rubber bands on both ends and then I cut it. And then I told her about the rope bridge. And she said, well, I used to live in an area when I walked to town because we didn't have a car, I had to cross the rope bridge to go back and forth. And then the third item, uh, the piano, she goes, well, we're living somewhere in Wisconsin at the time in like a one room house. And she said the only real furniture she had was a piano. And so she was teaching her little kids, her two children, how to play piano. And it was like, oh my God, I was so excited because for the longest time, I have a friend in New York and she's incredibly intuitive. And she'd always say, my gut's telling me this and my gut's telling me that. And it's like, why isn't my gut telling me anything? And then this happened, I'm like, oh my God, I can do this. And so that was the start. So I ended up finishing the three-year mystery school, which is what it was, that I was not knowing what, what was going on. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, I learned about 14 healing modalities in the three years and graduated um, with those modalities. And I didn't expect to do this or use this on anybody, but um, I kept taking classes because I kept getting interested in what the different modalities were, like Theta Healing, Reiki, this, that. <coughs> I'm so sorry. Um, and the next thing I know, I, I'm learning this technique called spiritual response therapy. And the story behind that is, and I'll tell you what the, the modality is, that a girlfriend of mine said, I'm going to learn how to do this. And I said, well, what is it? She said, well, we clear the Akashic records. So blocks, programs, imprints that sit on your Akashic records. So for those who don't know what the Akashic records are, it's the book of life. It's the book of your life. Each soul has their own book. And from the moment of your soul's conception to this very millisecond, everything that you do say, think is recorded. And, and your reactions to things that have been said to you, done to you, etc., recorded. And so uh, I was in the middle of my divorce. Finally, I'm getting the divorce, right? I got, I got brave enough. I got enough gumption to do it. And for two years, I'm going to court and everything is going my ex-husband's way. Everything. It was like, I'm banging my head against the wall going, oh my God, I'm getting healings. I'm doing clearings. I'm doing this. What? And so... I finally, after a year of asking a friend of mine, I get the woman's phone number who she's learning from and we start working together and everything's changing in my divorce, everything. The judge starts ruling in my favor. When I had to get money, my, my attorney said, I don't know what you're doing, keep doing it because I've never seen this judge give anybody that kind of money before. And then we had to do a bench trial. And so when you're going through a trial, the judge, you do a bench trial and the, the bench judge tells, says, what do you think you should get? And then you go to a different judge for the trial and that mistrialed. But whatever the bench judge said I should get, my husband's lawyers were saying, there's no way. I mean, well, there, it was a lot more colorful than there's no way. But anyway, <laughs> so we get to my divorce. I, I, you know, we're at court. We're about to go to another trial. My husband, my ex-husband decides to settle. 
and I got about 90, 95% about what the judge said I should have. I went home as soon as I was done and I went home, I called her, I said, when's your next class? So I started learning this and I, and it was just such a powerful, but again, I wasn't planning on doing this for anybody but myself, my family, my friends. And I met my husband. Well, I knew my husband, that's another story, but we connected and we get married and we're traveling. I traveled with him for business. And so I, we were sound asleep and his big booming voice screamed at me and said, you need to start a practice and you need to start helping people. And I'm like, what, what, what? And I, I, I didn't know who it was. I mean, my husband didn't really believe in what I did. So we really didn't talk about it. And then I looked over and he sounded asleep anyway. So it's like, where did this voice come from? Because it was like that really deep, booming voice. And when he woke up, I told him what happened. He goes, well, maybe if you want to do it part-time, try it, put your, you know, dip your toe in the water. Dipped my toe in the water. And from one thing leading to another, I ended up, you know, starting my practice. And then I went to, you know, Chandra Rhymes, you know who she is, the producer, director. Yeah. Well, she had done a year of yes in like 2016 or 15 or 17, something like that. And I was talking to a friend of mine who's a coach. And she says, why do you keep turning down all these opportunities? She said, I've never seen anybody have more opportunities. You keep saying no to them. So I decided I was going to say yes. It was going to year of yes. So I started 2018 with a year of yes. And everything that came to me, I said yes. And I ended up with my podcast. I ended up writing a book. I ended up being a contributing author on three uh, compilation books. You know, and it, was, and it was like one thing after another, after another, after another. And I was like, wow. And I've just kept, kept the years of yes going on and on and on. And here I am. Very cool. And you said yes to us. So I yes. said yes to you. So cool. <laughs> Very cool. Um, so I have, um, I was looking at your bio and I think what you do is, is just absolutely fascinating. And I, and I love that you help people, but I'm interested when people say they talk to spirits and we've talked to a lot of psychic mediums, for whatever reason, our podcast tends to attract psychic mediums. I don't know why, but we do. And Crazy so I, shit. Right. right. I agree. And so, but everybody has their gift where it's the same, but different. Right. Mm -hmm. And, and, and how you receive information. Um, for some people it's, it's audio for some, it's visual for some, it's a feeling for some, it's all the above, but maybe one is more prominent than the other. Some people see operations. Some people see fully you know, 3D people or whatever. I'm just curious, what is it for you, Marla? Like when you get information, how does it come to you? I'm my strongest is clear knowing, then clear audience. And now my clairvoyance is starting to open up in a major way. And I'll give you an example. I just know things. I'll be talking to you. You'll, you'll be sharing something with me and I just know. So I'll give you an example. We had, we had two places. We live now in North Carolina. And we had a place in Wisconsin. And last year, we had those. We were, long story, but my husband gave up the place last uh, April. 
and brought the furniture down and I said, I don't know why you're doing that. You know we're gonna need to be having a place up there. No, 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 the hotel is good, the hotel is good. He said to me this morning, well, this is going on in my business and we need to get a place down here or up here. <laughs> it's just something I know and there, there's no way of really weighing where I'm getting the information. It just, I just know is the best way of saying, I do hear a lot. Um, I hear messages and like I said, I've just started seeing. So and I'll tell you something, that started in 2017. So I guess it's not just, it just seems like a just. But if, you, if you'll let me tell this quick, uh, yeah, this sort of quick story. But my husband and I are in Wisconsin and there's this very old bar called TG's. And as a matter of fact, like uh, Robert Kennedy went there for an Italian beef. They're known for Italian beef. And we're sitting there and there's oh, somebody setting up a party in the back room. And so Gary and I are eating, that's my husband, and we're eating. And the waitress says, oh, you should go back there. This man does a, a fundraiser every year in memory of his daughter. His daughter at 17 had been murdered three blocks away. And she was strangled. And so when the waitress is telling me, all of a sudden I see this energy jumping up and down in front of me. And then I'm hearing her say, it's for me, it's for me. And I'm like, yeah, because I hadn't done this. I haven't experienced this before. So I'm turning my head left and right, like, oh my God. And so she goes, you need to tell them, you need to tell them how happy I am. You need to tell them how grateful you know, I am that, you're, that my father's doing this. So after the lunch, we go back there and we donate and buy raffle tickets and talk to the volunteers. So in spirit, if you ignore spirit, spirit's gonna find a way to get your, your attention. Doesn't make a difference what spirit, it's gonna happen. And so we're talking and she's tapping me on the shoulder going, tell her, tell her. And, and I'm saying, you quietly to my head, in my head going, wait a second, wait a second, I need to find a way to, you know, this is not something you can just blurt out. Right. And she keeps hitting me harder and harder in my shoulder. And finally, I, I found some segue. I said, she is so excited that you're doing this for her. She is just so thrilled and she wants you to know that. And my husband went white. I mean, his <laughs> mouth dropped. He went white like, oh my God. And so, as we're walking out, he goes, how can you do that? He goes, nobody knows what you do. I said, because if I didn't tell them, she wasn't going to leave me alone. Because the minute I said it, she was gone. So i just tell you, so the next year, early in 2018, I was doing a, um, a metaphysical show or a healer's a wellness show. And some woman came up and said, do you talk to um, deal with like PTSD, blah, blah, blah. And I said, well, I said, I'd have to talk to the person. So this man comes up and he looks like he's shell-shocked. I mean, he just was white and and we start talking and all of a sudden I'm hearing in my ear that this is the father of the daughter from the restaurant months earlier. And I said, you, you, your, your daughter was murdered, wasn't she? And he said, yeah, like, how would you know? I said, and you do fundraisers for her? And he's like, yeah. And I told him the story about his daughter coming to me and letting, wanting me to tell somebody how happy she was. And he welled up in tears. And you know, for me, I kept hearing EMDR was better for him than what I could do. 
so I did refer him to somebody who does EMDR, which is a, a psychologist kind of modality where you follow a light and it, it, you process with it. But anyway, that was the outcome where I was able to tell him about his daughter coming to me, happy about what he was doing in her name. And I don't think you realize, you know, probably the impact that you had on him really, you know, to hear that his daughter was so happy after that, you know, I'm sure it just was a huge relief. I think it was. I think he's still, though, I think, I'm not sure if it was his only child. I think it might have been his only child. And, you know, the fact that she was murdered the way she was because she was on a date and the guy was strangling, kissing her while in but strangling her at the same time. He was into this weird kinky stuff and there was somebody witnessing this and didn't stop him. And again, she knew the other guy. So it was, um, yeah, so it's really brutal to know that your daughter was, was taken from you this way. Can I tell you one more visual story? I, though, this just happened to me in November, which is very, very, it was, to me, it's, it's like still very cool. But I take continuing education at a place called Delphi University in McKaysville, Georgia. And I had just, we had just done a session and I had found out that I had passed lives as a Native American. And this school is on the border of the Cherokee Reservation, the land for the Cherokee Reservation. It sits on a vortex, on a copper mine and a silver mine. And after that, I'm driving, it's November and it's freezing and I'm not dressed right because for some reason I thought Georgia, light clothes, not thinking mountains are colder and <laughs> I turned to the left and I saw Native Americans on horseback and on foot in their suede with the fringe and the beadwork feather the feather headdresses watching me drive my little golf cart to my the, the place where my room was and I'm looking and my mouth I, I was too cold I couldn't stop but I was like and my mouth was just gaping open <laughs> And that was like, that was another one of those cool experiences that I was just like, oh my God. In hindsight, it's like, God, I wish I had you know, the forethought to say, screw being cold, ask them questions. <laughs> I didn't do it. Mm, that's incredible though. That is incredible. Um, so we talked about, um, I saw where you have techniques that will help uh, change the energy in your home. Yes. Could you tell us in our listeners how some of those work and what they are? So space clearing uh, is what you would call it. People do it different ways. Some people do it with sound vibration. Like some people will put on YouTube and put the, I think it's, I think it's a 532 megahertz sound and leave because it's a high pitched sound. That can clear energies. Saging can clear energies. Um, but what I do is I actually use a dowsing rod and a pendulum to clear the energies. And so um, what, what I start doing is I ask for my, where the primary disturbance is. I go with the primary disturbance, whatever room that is. It could be the basement, second floor. And I clear it. I go back to the beginning. And then, you know, I clear magnetic disruptions, geopathic um, disruptions. And, um, you know, I did the block of flow, because what happens is when you're when you're stressed and most of us are in a hurry, we live quick lives. 
we drop, we drop energetic d- debris. So for example, you're leaving to go to your show and you reach for your door handle and you're stressed because you're late, this happened, that happened, Mercury's in retrograde, everything seems to go wrong. Well, you're dropping like snowflakes of, of energy. And so we could, it can block the flow of the energy in your space or in your seat or wherever you are. And so what I do is a dowsing rod will tell me where the blocks are. So I follow the energy flow, which looks like you're hurting cats because you're like swirling here and there. It's not a straight line. And then all of a sudden my, my dowsing rod will turn. And that way I'll know that there's a stress point. And then I find out what it is and then I clear it. And then I go to the next stress point. There's always stress points in seats where people are sitting, um, beds where they're getting off. I cleared on attorney's office. Oh my God, her her closet had so much energy in her, her shoes and her purses and her briefcases and all that it took me like almost as long to clear her closet as it was to clear the whole apartment that I was clearing. Um, yeah, and so, and then I go, you know, through all the processes and then I go outside and put a shield around the dwelling, whether it's a business or a home. Um, to protect it. So that's how my 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 way of doing uh, clearing is. Wow. So you know, and I like very kind. My daughter uses sage a lot as well. She is a huge sage burner, and I smell it all the time. And I like to use it, but um, I don't use it as often as she does to clear. Um, <laughs> I had wanted to know about. Um, the, the unusual ways to get rid of your frustrations without alarming your neighbors. That I thought was interesting, especially now it's summer and you probably see your neighbors now more than you do in the winter. So I designed this screen pillow because people who live in close quarters, you don't want to alarm your neighbors and this will muffle your screams. I mean, you could use a regular pillow, but it's definitely not as much fun as this one. Right. And um, <laughs> and so uh, I designed this for, for my, you know, as a support to the book. So people can have a uh, something to remind them to scream. Something that's funny, which makes you laugh, which raises your vibration. And it's a talking point. People say, what is that? What are you doing with that? And there you go. So the pillow is like, like um, Thank you. Goes, goes along with your book. What's the title of the book? My Effing Long Journey to Loving Myself, A Guide to a Shorter Path. I love it. That is wonderful. Thank you. Yeah, it's, it. and the way that started is I was told that I needed to write a book. You know, a lot of people write books so that they, people, it gains, you know, you'd be there, you can walk your talk. You know, people can then trust you because you know what you're talking about. Right. And so when I did my book, I automatic wrote the first half of it. So I don't know if you know what automatic writing is. I'm familiar. Yeah, we're both familiar with that. Okay. And so I went um, away for a month and I would just start, I'd meditate. I'd come out of meditation, just start writing. Yeah, longhand, in a notebook, the old school way. And all of us, but I didn't, you know, here's the trick about automatic writing. You don't judge, you don't, you know, criticize, you don't edit, you just write, whatever comes out. Well, at a certain point, 
I said, I better read back what I'm writing because I have not a clue. And it was my story, my autobiography. And then I'm like, Why? who would want to read this? It's almost like, excuse the expression, like you're vomiting out all your, your crap, right? Like who wants to, to know about this? And then there's the voice, right? Here's where I become clear audience. The voice said, no, no, no. You need to help people by adding your like the, the tips and techniques that you use to get to where you are. I'm like, okay. So then I, I finish the story. I do the t techniques. And then it's like, the voice said, no, no, no. You need to incorporate the techniques in your story. So people know how you would used it and when you would have used it. So if you read the book, um, you know, it'll say like, a, you know, after a certain period of time, it'll say, well, if I would have had these, these these techniques I would have used and I just do them by number because in the back it's not titled it's one six seven fourteen twenty two whatever it might be and those are the techniques I would have used and that way people can just take the numbers and go in the back of the book and read it but that's how I was guided to, to structure the, the book wow very cool so. Um, and so, I don't know, James, we, we, did you want to ask the ritual question? Because I'm dying to ask her, so I'm just, just kind of hanging out, waiting. Go, go yeah. for it, Kim. Okay, thank go you. Go for it. Thank you. So, um, I, I'm curious about the rituals and keeping your body and mind sane in the pandemic. Can you give us some, some ritual techniques or <sighs> things that we could do? Well, yes. Moving your body is one. It's a, you know, I, when, when the, when, whether it's in good times or in bad, moving your body is really important. It keeps your blood flowing. You get out in nature. You can, you can, because one thing about what happened to COVID is you could go for walks. You could go and you may not be able to get close to people, but you can certainly get close to nature. And even if you wanted to hug a tree, the exchange of energy is so powerful. So that's one of the things that I, you know, suggested. The other thing, Epsom salt baths, always, always one of the popular things for me. Put what you want in it. Bring a glass of wine. Bring music. Bring candlelight. But, you know, soak up because then they make you'll soak in the magnesium from the Epsom salt, which will help you stay grounded, stay balanced, clear off negative energy. And so many people were just ruminating because there was so much unknown. Mm -hmm. And so the worry affects you. So by just going in there and, and just relaxing, it's it's so powerful. It's so powerful. Um, dancing, it's one of the other things. Put on some music and just dance. Yeah, you because know, dancing raises vibration. Singing raises vibration. You never hear anybody sit there and tell you them how miserable they are after they've sung a good song or after they've danced a good dance, you know, move themselves. That is very, very yeah. true. That is Journaling. very true. Journaling. Yeah, I'm, I'm all one for about the singing. Um, I pretty much sing everything. Can't help myself. <laughs> yeah, when we're when we're not meeting guests and we're just planning sh shows and episodes, she's mm -hmm. singing the whole time. It's like an opera. Well, that's nice. That's a compliment. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't say a good opera, but I tell him that in my head, my life is a musical. In my head, it's a musical. 
yeah, maybe musical. That would have been a better word, musical. <laughs> like my husband says, I like you singing solo. Solo, I can't hear you. <laughs> <laughs> so, but I don't care. <laughs> Marlette, do you offer your services like through Skype or Zoom? Um, Zoom? Do you do like online remote things? And if so, how I do. do. People, how do people get reach you if they're interested in in you know? learning more about you and coming to you for help. So I do actually the majority of my work is on Zoom because it's pretty hard to fly to Australia to work with a client. Not that I wouldn't mind, um, <laughs> but then I've got to be back here for something else, right? So Zoom is Zoom is the new godsend of being able to do work because there's no uh, space and time in spirit. And sometimes working remotely is even more powerful than working face to face because when you're working remotely you don't pick up the nuances of somebody is making a face in the background or you know like they're which could be their thought but you could pick it up and it could throw you off so this way in zoom or on the phone it just makes it a lot easier for for people to receive and for me to give and how they find me my website is www.marlagoldberg2rs.com or you can email me directly at marla at mghealer.com and I offer a 20 minute complimentary consultation which gives us time to see how we feel with each other if I can help them because uh, I'm, I'm different in the sense that if I feel that there's somebody who does a modality that I don't do that might be a little more powerful like the EMDR thing mm -hmm then I will recommend that um, and see, you know, I want them to be comfortable with me too. It's because we're working together. It's a partnership. It's not me just doing the work. We work in unison because the client also has to do their work too. Right. Even if it's just to stay neutral, they have to do their work. Right. Wow. So I think Marla, if you had one last thought for our listeners, what would you leave them with? You know, we are human beings, but we are eternally spiritual and we will we will shed this human body that we carry around. So just know that everything is temporary. Everything is fluid. And if you're in a spot that you don't want to be in, find out what the lesson, gift or opportunity is, but don't get so caught up in it that you're going to have to take it into another life. So just know that, that things will change if you allow it to. Very cool. Powerful Thank words. you so much. Thank you so much for um, recording with us today. I truly appreciate having you with us. I think it's very fascinating um, what you do. And so I, I'm always appreciative when the um, people come in on and share their gift. It's just, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me. I'm so grateful to be here with you both. You know, Carol, once again, I think we've brought in a guest for our listeners who really have insight into, you know, what we, I mean, it's it's the woo-woo. You know, I keep, it's the woo-woo. And she, you know, the way she talks about manipulating energy and stuff. And what I really like when coming out of this pandemic, we talked about having the COVID hangover. And when she talked about how you can change the energy in your house, and then she tells us different ways to do it. 
Yeah. You know, most people say, well, you got to change. They don't tell you how, you know? And then I like the other part where, you know, she was t- telling us a little bit about the different rituals you can do to help your body and mind, you know, with the COVID hangover, you know? And I like that, you know, because it, it gives a, I don't want to say legitimacy, but it's more sincere when she's offering you this stuff without like Corby saying, you know, upselling you. Well, I can tell you how to do it if you send me so much money. Or if you, know? you buy my book, right? I mean, right. She, she sat and told you right here. And the, and the things that you can do are simple. And sometimes I think people think that these things are going to be these elaborate things, but just some something as simple as singing, which if anybody knows me, that's my thing. I sing everything. I have to really hold myself back from singing on the podcast because I've said it before in my head. It's true listeners. My life is a musical in my head. It's, it's always a musical. So, you know, and, and, and like I said, when we're doing our, our, uh, our collaboration meetings, Kelly, it's like, so what should we talk about? Oh, I don't know, Jane. What do you think? Yeah, she does. She sings everything. Help it, but you know, like she said, it raises your vibration. It makes me feel good. So I, I enjoy singing. I enjoy singing everything. You know, so I can't help myself. Can't help myself. So don't forget to go to our website www.thatsomecrazyshitpodcast.com. All of our social media links are there. I'm also working on our YouTube channel. So if you haven't subscribed to our channel, subscribe. Because, you know, I'm thinking, James, that we're we're inching our way toward video. We're getting there. We're slowly Slow getting there. Slow, Slow and steady. steady wins the race. So yeah. that is all for me, James. I enjoyed our time as always, my friend. And to all our listeners, keep your minds open, people.